Welcome back to another week of Ooh, Teen Moms. <laughs> My boyfriend watches Teen Moms. Oh, yeah, that's the name of the show. Yes, we are back. It's me, JB. Now Will Smith and in the house. We're ready to talk about some teen mothers. Yes. We are both currently a little bit under the weather. Very and under the weather. It's also Friday, and we watched all three episodes on Tuesday. <laughs> So we will see what comes back to memory. <laughs> it's not exactly fresh in my mind. I can barely remember all their names right now, let alone their stories. I don't know what happened on Tuesday. I, I don't barely, remember Tuesday. I don't alone. remember much about today. Yeah, it's, it's been rough. To be honest with you. But I do think that the success of this podcast can be attributed to our hard work ethic. Because we're doing this show. <laughs> I mean, we're here. We are here. And we're we here. are both under the weather. True very trying circumstances True. this week and we are doing this and i think that we deserve a pat on the back for that true and i honestly think it's not that bad of an idea to record um a couple days later because whatever we remember is going to be what sticks i feel like if we did it right after the show we'd have a six-hour podcast we would have way too much shit to say so you ready to get into it i've been ready so we'll start again with Teen Mom OG, and we're going to kick it off with Bristol. Bristol Palin. Um, as far as I can remember, she had two scenes um, <laughs> with her on the phone with Dakota. Right. Um, they were not really arguing. Well, she was arguing about them having better co-parenting skills, which, right. you know, I think Dakota was pretty clear, you know, hey, I don't really want that much of a relationship with you the girls are taken care of we have their schedules you know i don't see anything wrong with that why why is it that people get out of relationships and think they have to be best friends best friends with the person that it doesn't have to be that way you know it's not america's next top best friend (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) yeah i thought it was just really um jarring it was a lot of like bristol trying to manipulate the show to make her look good as we all knew she was doing this whole time and uh dakota kind of broke the fourth wall for us and was like bitch i will talk to you off camera but you don't want to talk off camera right she wants to be on camera looking like the peacemaker and she said something i forget what did she say why she wanted it to be recorded to hold him accountable some bullshit answer i'm sure see my theory that sounds dumb enough to be right my theory is that he goes balls to the wall out of his mind and says really horrible rude things to her that's why you hear those every other segment she's had she's like yeah he told me like i'm a bitch i'm this and i'm that i'm a bad mother da 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 i don't even remember if that's what she said but my theory is that he says really horrible nasty things in their arguments and she either one wants to trap him doing it on camera or two is just like just wants people to believe her which are kind of i guess those are the same thing (laughs) i don't know but um it's not hard to believe that either i know i don't really think dakota's a saint it's just that why are you going out of your way once the cameras are on to contact this man who has said on camera he does not want a relationship with you anything to do with you besides picking up and dropping off the kids and i do think like i do think she has a point that like if you're on social media smearing the other parent like 
that could someday come back to negatively affect the children. Like, I don't necessarily think that, you know, that's good for a co-parenting relationship. No. Um, to be talking shit online. And it made me think about, like, what is gonna... Like, everybody growing up now, like, their parents are gonna have social media. Oh, God. Isn't that weird? I was thinking about that the other day, but in terms of... political campaigns that are that may be undertaken um by one of us in the future and you know everybody in the future is going to have something on their social media that's like a red flag you're just gonna have to delete it and (laughs) well i don't even think that's gonna be the case because we've seen people whether it be political figures or celebrities that have said stupid shit on twitter and they just keep going with yeah it. <laughs> so i mean is it going to be to the point where our society is like okay people will say dumb stuff on twitter right maybe we shouldn't <laughs> maybe that shouldn't be the basis of whether or not we listen to this person or give right. a shit about them you know but but as far as if if you and i ever had children together i would not be putting things online where they can see it one day that's for sure yeah well that's good i appreciate that <laughs> I, 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 yeah i don't think i would either i didn't i mean i just i'm just i don't like people being involved in my personal life in the first yeah. place and so I, I mean i guess that's different if you are in the pre- public life like they have a show yeah centered around their life so it, if you're putting stuff on social media yeah. is it that big of a breach because the show is about your life exactly you know? i just feel like this whole season has been bristol trying to prove that she's right and dakota like being like i'm not even trying to say like i'm not even trying to be a part of this right but it you can tell that he gets very angry yes uh, and, and he gets very angry. he gets that look in his eyes and i just like am worried <laughs> for him well he has bristol palin checking up on him every day so yeah he'll be okay yeah, but I mean, that's pretty much it, right? I think they had two scenes, yeah. Yeah, which was a nice, that's all I needed. That's no, all. No Sarah Palin this week. Disappointing. No, I'm glad, I'm good without Sarah Palin. I think the more Sarah Palin we get, the less bickering we get between the two of them. Oh, I because don't know. the more camera time is dedicated to Sarah Palin talking. I can't deal with her, and like, slurring and her shitty makeup. I already said this on this podcast. Makeup. I agree with you about Ugh, that. I can't look at her weird bangs and her giant sunglasses anymore. What? So I Ten years has really taken a toll on her. It really has. She was, like, a beauty queen. No, oh, I don't know about that. Back in 2008. <laughs> you said The internet, oh, you weren't on, you weren't a... How old was I? A 15-year-old boy in 2008 because what? the internet was in love with Sarah Palin. Oh, not where I was from. Ago. Really? Yeah. Mm-mm. Interesting. I learned something new today. Yeah, well, it's not the case anymore, but... <laughs> okay, we're going to move on. <laughs> Weird. So this week was Cheyenne's birthday. 26 years old. And she went out with her baby daddy. Ooh. And it was a mess. Very interesting set of dynamics there so her ex comes to the club apparently um presumably we're both assuming um because he got an invite from cheyenne to go is that our assumption are you on record i don't know i mean i could see him just being creepy and showing up but it's most likely that like in some way or form he had to have some access to her to know she was there Correct. And that's the mistake. That's mistake number one. And Corey said, like, Corey was upset 
and like at first you're like why would he be upset if she's if this guy's just sitting there looking at her and they're not talking and if he showed up and blah 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 but then in the morning he was like I was upset with you because like you always tell me that you're not messing around with anybody and then people show up and so he doesn't trust her why why is there a trust factor in the first place that they're not together they've never been together so that's well, why that's why I would say that they're exes then because they have no reason to care about who each yeah. other are messing with unless yeah. they have romantic feelings for one another well they definitely do but the like oh the, of course they do yeah the thing is like Corey is a fuckboy and it's kind of it's like really weird to hear him coming to her saying like I can't trust that you're not talking to anybody else right now like because that is a Corey problem like Corey has consistently been like serially dating every woman on MTV and then cheating on them with another woman on MTV right that's like all he's done he's a very different person on other shows besides teen mom so that's maybe fatherhood has changed him yeah so it changes people apparently um so the whole dynamic like you said is just weird because he's a fuck boy he's not trustworthy neither is she yeah okay i'm glad we established that neither one of them is very trustworthy at this point i don't think either one of them i can't see either one of them in a committed relationship Neither one of them wants to sacrifice their lineup of hoes and attention. Which is, hey, that's fine, you know, if that's what you want to do. Neither one of them wants to be the first person to be like, okay, cut off all my hoes for you. Because they don't know what the other person's going to do in return. You would think two people that have a child together could have that conversation. That's a very basic elementary conversation. Right. That's how you start any relationship. Right. Hey, do you want to be in a relationship with me? Somebody has to say that at some point. Right. But they've kind of skipped that, and they have this child, and they don't really know if that's what they want. Yeah. Well, I think that they do want that, but like you said, they're uncomfortable. Even. They don't trust each other. Right. Yeah. So. But I just, at the end of the day, I really don't care. That That is very true, too, you know. I'm and not I, interested in this romance or this love story. Will they or won't they? It's very, very bare bones. Very, uh, Yeah vh1-ish at this point (laughs) i'm just not interested anymore i just like i guess next week is the finale so we'll see what happens i can't wait for that but i still it just seems so scripted oh yeah it's just not realistic nobody can relate to any of that so yeah anything else um no (laughs) (laughs) so all i remember from kate's scene or scenes this week. I remember they went to Hibachi. That was cool. And <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. Okay. Have you ever been to Hibachi? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm gonna take you there. Okay. And Tyler was <laughs> okay. Okay. And Tyler was uh, Tyler was very very frustrated this week because he was ready to move, take his 30 day separation, <laughs> and it just wasn't working out. I think like we know that it's um. We we know from personal experience that it's, uh, you know, moving into a house takes a lot longer. Ooh. Getting to a house, buying a house, takes a long, longer Is that than what you would expect. Is that shade? No, I'm just no. saying it takes longer than expected. It does, yeah. And it can be very frustrating to wait to get into a house. So very frustrating. I can understand that, but it's, um, I just, like, I feel like, uh... Like, Tyler's issues are starting to, like, slip through the cracks a little bit more. And he is starting to 
not be able to con- like keep it all in. Like right. we always think of Caitlyn or Butch or Amber as being the ones that are like the messed up crazy ones, but Tyler has his own problems just as much. Right. And I think like he plays the strong friend role. Yeah. In all of his relationships. Yes. And I think it's finally starting to show that he is sick. He needs help. Like, he has bipolar. He needs to work on that. And, like, so hopefully the separation will help him to realize that. But it it seems like he's like, oh, I need to get away from my wife because she's so, like, mentally unstable. But it's like, look at yourself. Right. Well, and, you know, people can be driven to that, I think. Especially yeah. if you've been around that. That's what you've been dealing with for the last however many years you know like I don't think that he's in the wrong for wanting to take time for himself or wanting to reevaluate things even like I don't think that he Mm -hmm. is the bad person and even if he's been driven to this point where like he is fucked up and he Mm -hmm. does need time that doesn't mean that Mm -hmm. this isn't the right decision for them to make you know like I think that it is a is a good decision and they should do Mm -hmm. it and I understand why it would be frustrating if you've been looking forward to this like Mm -hmm. I feel like for him, it's kind of like a fork in the road moment in his life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how he's looking at it. And for Caitlin, it's more of like, okay, let's do this. Let's get it over with so yeah. we can re- continue what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. And so it can be frustrating if you're looking forward to that. It's exciting <laughs> in some ways, you know, and then it's delayed and like you have other shit that you have to deal with. And it's just like, oh, what the fuck? I just yeah. want to like. But he's just been holding his breath for yeah. so long. I kind of feel like. To me, it seems like he got used to Caitlyn being away. He adjusted. I think so, yeah. And when she came back and wanted to act like she was never gone and just continue with the routine, it didn't work for him because he had a new routine and she didn't even try to accommodate to the way he did things or how he was living without her. Yeah. And I think so partially he just got used to being without her and enjoyed it. And I think also he maybe wants to kind of test her and say like okay well you got to leave when you wanted to so now i'm gonna leave and take my break because you got yours and so i kind of wonder not like in a conscious vindictive way but i think like maybe that's what he feels like he needs to settle the score or just to know like now i'm gonna see what happens to you when i leave you with all these responsibilities that you have to take care of that's very good psychoanalysis on thank the you i'm very impressed <laughs> well you. yeah and it's like they they kind of hit on it in the early uh early in the season when he says you know she went away and like me and nova we had this routine like mm-hmm. i was doing these things every day it was fine and then she comes back and it's like that gets disrupted yeah and i mean maybe he just wants a vacation you know like he yeah. just wants time away to not have to worry about these things and absolutely and that's fine. I really want the best for them. Like, they seem like decent people. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we can get some answers. I, like I said last week, they've been talking about this for right. a month in real lifetime. Right. So I don't understand why it hasn't happened yet. Same. Um, but we'll yeah. see, I guess. Yeah, everything's been dragging. It's kind of weird because we only have one episode left. So I guess they're going to do this 30 days and then the aftermath of that? In I have no idea. One episode? How is that going to Maybe work? there'll be a reunion. Oh, God. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was what happened with Kane and Ty. I think that was it. No, I'm pretty sure. That's all they do. 
in Amber's episode, uh, there was an Amber plot and a Gary plot. Amber oh. got mad at Andrew for not understanding her bipolar and her depression. Um, but he did make a, her a charcuterie board. <laughs> being, being a poor person, I don't even know how to say char- charcuterie. Charcuterie? Sharkisha, no! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. I just say that? Lunchables. Hmm? Sharkisha, no! Actually, I have no idea what that is. Okay, I'm going to show you after we're done here. Okay, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to laugh your ass off. Yeah, I'm sure it was a good joke. <laughs> great job great job entertaining um okay. so she like got mad because matt was or oh my god matt <laughs> that's her ex's name andrew was like oh my god i was like who's matt andrew <laughs> you just andrew um <laughs> Andrew was like talking to his sister like I'm looking for vitamins <laughs> and she's like maybe she could go to a help group and um and then Andrew was like hey you could go to a therapy group and Amber was like fuck no you don't know what the fuck I go through if I go to a fucking group nobody's gonna fucking understand what it's like to be fucking recorded <laughs> it's a very she- weird thing to say I mean, I can kind of understand, no, though, because... you sign up to be recorded. She does. You know. However, like, I wouldn't really necessarily go to group therapy because it would just be a bunch of people wanting to know gossip about my life who would break the confidentiality agreement and go, like, sell stories to tabloids. You don't have to record the group meeting, and if you... No, I'm pretty sure the nobody's majority gonna of record people... It, but I'm saying, like, she... I'm not saying about the show or the recording or anything... I'm just saying she's a person who a lot of people know who she is. Not a lot, a I lot guess. of people. And people would gossip and, like, spread anything. Like, anything she could share in her group would be fair game for everybody else to find out. So I do, like, I don't think that's what she was saying. That's not, I know. At all what she was saying. But that's what I would think. And that's how I would feel. Like, I definitely understand not wanting to be around a bunch of strangers talking about your problems. Her life is broadcast on cable TV. But she's TV. not having a conversation with them. And it's diff- And it's not therapy. And it's not like... It's her sitting on a couch like saying that she's Leah's mother. It's not like her in therapy telling her greatest fears about being a mother. I think that, you know, whether or not she chooses to go to therapy or a group is her decision. I don't think there's a really right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's unfortunate that somebody has a suggestion which seems like perfectly re- reasonable you know mm-hmm. it's not like he's saying go parachute mm-hmm. or something if you want to feel alive like mm-hmm. and to attack him for that mm-hmm. and the way that she did it is like yeah, yeah her attitude is very unappreciative for sure but i also do understand that she's kind of like what the fuck andrew because like he just wants to fix it for her like here's a charcuterie board <laughs> like charcuterie no can't wait <laughs> he's like here's a charcuterie board i'm gonna get you some vitamins you can go to a group we're gonna go boxing like he keeps doing these things to try to cure her and she's like no dude i'm like doing my treatment i'm doing the things i'm supposed to and it's gonna get better with time and he's kind of like wanting it to get better now and, like it's kind of like he's adding pressure on her to get better and she's like you don't know and you're new to this i've been doing this my whole life so like why do you want to tell me what to do 
Well, I mean, it's awkward <laughs> to be in that situation where somebody is going through something, whether it be bipolar or postpartum depression. <coughs> oh, dear. <coughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> whether it be postpartum depression, you know, and not have the answers or yeah. not have any suggestions or solutions. Yeah. It's awkward to just be sitting there and, like, watching somebody struggle and you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so that's where you can get suggestions, you right. know, like, hey, let's go boxing or something. Because yeah. he thinks that, well, this will help this yeah. will solve it and like if it won't you know communicate that say yeah. hey like i got it like i know what's happening but yeah there's no need to blow up at somebody like yeah that. I that's agree. very hurtful yeah you know? i think like i think i don't think andrew did anything wrong in trying to help i understand amber's point of view but i do think that she should not like lash out at somebody who's on her side who's trying to help her and I, but I also think, <laughs> also, 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 I also think that. Oh God! Oh, okay. I saw the shadows of headlights on the fence, and it freaked me out. <laughs> it's really weird because you see like a bar moving. And it we have to like stop shooting in the car. We always record. We this need in like the car. a studio or something. Anyway, um, oh crap! What was I saying? I also, also think also. that. What was I going to say? Oh, Andrew should be taking her boxing regardless you know what I mean like I don't like that he always says stuff like um he always tries to say like let's go boxing it'll help your depression here's a charcuterie board it'll help your depression like she doesn't need to be depressed to do those things like if she was healthy she would be doing those things all the time true and that's like that's something that my therapist told me this week was like a lot of anxiety techniques like breathing techniques for example they don't work unless you do them even when you're fine and it's kind of like helping me to realize like the things that you do while you're feeling sick or mentally unwell those are things that you should just be doing as a person all the time right and if you if you do them even when you don't need to it's easier to do them when you need them right when you need to fall back on them so it's kind of like annoying that he will bring it up or be like hey i'm trying to do this thing for your depression it's like well why aren't you just doing it because you love me and you want to have a fun time yeah well didn't he say he was a stalker or he had some (laughs) yeah what do you mean yeah well because i'm I'm just curious about his background yeah where he really comes from because you think that most people would know that you know like yeah um, I don't really know the facts about his criminal record, but I just know he has one. He has a criminal record. And I heard it was for, like, stalking, but I also That's heard crazy. drugs, so... Well, I remember watching, um, was it Marriage Boot Camp or mm-hmm. something with yeah. Amber and her old yeah. boyfriend, like, so, so he's, I mean, much better than that. Right. You know? so <laughs> let's, let's give him some credit. Yeah, he well, he's also he's, just rich, and he's, like, bringing... Amber up out of poverty, so we'll check. I mean, because Amber has the money, but she doesn't have the culture, and he's like, "Here's a charcuterie board." Like he's so bougie that it hurts, and it's like gotta be completely foreign to her. It's a new culture, and I think like I don't know how I feel about it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So as well, culture then are there you know levels to. Yeah, I think uh, so. Wow. And is she having a culture shock there? I, I don't think it's like a culture shock, but I definitely think like no poor white person or poor person in general in America is going to be like, you're depressed, take some vitamins. 
You know what That's I mean? That's very true. Yeah. It's like, okay, bitch, deal with it most of the time. Or, like, go to a therapist if you can. But it's like everybody's depressed when they're poor. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah. A lot of poor people are depressed. I, uh, a lot of people. Well, a lot yeah. of people are depressed. A lot of people are depressed. A lot of pe- Most people are depressed. Yeah. But it's definitely, like, a new... It's a different... Like, it's a different culture for her, for sure, with him. Yeah. Oh, and then Gary. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, that's very (laughs) interesting to me because I'm thinking, like, at the age of 25, if I didn't know who my dad was, I don't know if I would be out searching for it. Right. Uh, Presumably a grown man that I don't know anything about. He doesn't know anything about me. It's like, where do you even start that relationship, you know? Yeah. And they seem like they knew each other or they had... They're from, like, a small town, and I read online that his, like, one of that guy's kids went to high school with Gary. Really? So he went to high school with somebody this who was his sister. brother. Oh, that's really... And he didn't know. I had no idea. That, not, I can see that happening. Like, <laughs> thank God he didn't hook up with one yeah. of the daughters. Yeah, let's not even go down there. Yeah, we won't talk about it. Uh, from Alabama. <laughs> let's just skip over that. Um, so, yeah, and I, I would like to see how that progresses, honestly. Yeah, because I'm interested in these that. These are two grown men that have their own lives. They have kids of their own. You yeah. Know, like, where do you find time right. in your already busy life to fit in this person that is your son yeah. or your dad? You know, yeah. like, that's where do you start? Where do you? Yeah. You know how? Where? Where do? Where do, are you five, ten years after this? Right. You know, are you super close, or are you like? Yeah. Father son relationship, or do you just, oh, that's my Text dad? Okay. On holidays, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember I was an asshole because I looked at you and I said, well, that's good that Jody's not his dad because, like, he's probably got much better genetics and, like, health outcomes with this guy. Right. Than with Jody. Wow. So it honestly worked out. And it's kind of like, I was also thinking about it. We were talking about it. Like, it's interesting because he doesn't seem to be mad at the guy because the guy didn't really know that like it's not like his dad knew and left him and his mom wasn't saying anything or it was like his dad genuinely didn't know yeah and so it's well, not that's... like like you you said pardon me for repeating you but he said don't misquote me now <laughs> or you said he you you go he's like whew i didn't have to pay any <laughs> <support."> <laughs> Well, that's the best part of this story. He dodged a bullet of that child is, support that is for 18 years. That is a hell of a bullet to dodge. Yeah. 18. It didn't look like he would have been able to pay it yep. either way, so... Yeah. But kudos to him. Yeah. So we're very interested to see how that develops. And I remember you used to not be interested in this storyline. Yeah. Well, that's really the only reason, you know, because... <laughs> how do you just become a father or become a son yeah. to somebody? You know? Yeah. And I guess you wouldn't really have that type of relationship. It right. would be more of a friend. Yeah. Hang out, go fish and drink beer kind of thing. Yeah. You don't really have to be father. <laughs> like, I doubt he's looking at him for some you know a role model or something like that you know yeah like imagine imagine if you had to go tell your family like hey you guys know gary from teen mom he's your brother oh, and imagine being like his kid and finding out gary from teen mom is your brother wouldn't that be hilarious crazy well i would be trying to get on the show and get that check mm-hmm. because that's what i'm about but <laughs> but it would just be so surreal you know so. I don't think I. I'm pretty sure that my dad has kids that are undiscovered oh, <laughs> as of dear. right now. Well, if anybody's listening, yeah, I'm I sorry know. to hear that, but you know. 
that's sad. So that might happen to me at some point in my life. Somebody might come knocking at the door. Hey, your I'm your brother. sister. I'm your brother. Well, are you open to it? How do you feel about it? I don't think I would give a shit. <laughs> You'd be like, cool. That's awesome, you know, but like... I don't have nothing for I you. I don't know. That's none of my business. Yeah, please get off of my front I don't owe you shit. You're yeah. not my kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where he lives at oh this point, God. so... Uh, Good luck with it. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But what if it was Gary from Teen Mom? Uh, well, that's different because there's a possible check involved. No, they were. <laughs> let's say if it's like Bill Gates or somebody. Oh my and god! It's like, hey, I'm like, hey, what's up? You want to come in? You know, but no, I don't. I don't care. Okay. I don't know. I'm weird. <laughs> okay. Anything else from this week? Yeah, well, it, it makes me want to submit my DNA to those. Oh no! Things. Don't let the government. Have I know DNA. that's the only thing. That's the mm, only. Thing. We're not giving none of this DNA to the government. They already this DNA. did too much. Too much. They they have done too much. Too much. To my people. Doing the most. Oh. <laughs> okay. We're segment gonna... has gone on way too long. <laughs> <laughs> so Macy's segment this week, I uh, almost forgot. But then I remembered. Oh, you do remember. I don't. I remember. Okay, that's good. This episode was about Jade getting her tonsils out. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have never. Forgot. I would have never remembered. Um, so, like, in the beginning, Taylor's like, yeah, she went to the doctors. They were surprised she could talk so good. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. Everybody says that about their kid. And then throughout the rest of the episode, you see Jade. And she's just, like, a perfect child. She is very well-behaved. I she don't was, understand. She was, like, high off the medicine that they give you when you have surgery. <laughs> and she's just, like, coughing and dying. And she's just in her seat, like, she's, she's like, not. I'm too hot. <laughs> she's not, like, screaming. She's, yeah. Cry- she's barely crying, just, like, one tear rolling down her cheek. See, that's the kind of child that I need in my life. <laughs> I can't deal with... I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what kind of energy our children are going to have, but I hope it's that peaceful, relaxed energy. But judging you and me, I don't know. I'm pretty chill. You're chill, yeah. On the surface. On the surface. (laughs) You know what? Let's not get into this. This is about Macy and her child. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, I just thought, I mean, we could hope our our kids would be like that. I do, too. Um, Because, wow. As far as analysis goes, I don't know what to say about a kid getting their tonsils pulled out. That's pretty routine. It's it not was, like... It was scary when he was like, her breathing hole is the size of the tip of a pen. Does that mean, like, the end of the tip of the pen where the ink comes out? Or does that mean, like, the whole pen tip, like... I can't imagine that a person would be alive if they their breathing, breathing hole was the size of a tip of a pen. I, don't, yeah. I can't see how that's possible. Yeah. You know, I feel like that probably was exaggerated a bit yeah because if that was the case they Mm -hmm. probably would have had an emergency surgery or something to open the airway and i'm not a doctor you know (laughs) we don't know yeah i'm just talking out of my ass but (laughs) yeah macy was very reluctant to which is another reason why i'm skeptical that it was as serious as they were making it because she did not seem interested in it yeah that's fine um but yeah as any parent would be i guess right but this was just it was just very um refreshing to like see anything about jade because she's never even like gotten a scene before and then to have her have like her own episode 
was and like for her to be that great and we didn't even know this whole time is just like she's actually the best person wow. on this tv show like this whole season should have been about jade really yeah i want to know what they're doing to get her to be so well mannered and behaved right because i need to emulate that yeah it's like that is some good parenting that is really wow good wow they should have a show actually where they're just parenting and they're just living life yeah. like this is for all you millennials out there Ooh. that have fucked up lives just copy us and like we just watch yeah. them every day because it is really interesting because macy used to kind of be like a partier and apparently she's like an alcoholic <laughs> we did oh my god remember we saw her we saw her jewel pod on this episode oh yeah remember that? yeah yeah what is she doing with a jewel pod? What is a jewel? Can you explain to the audience what the jewel pod is? You mean to you? To me, and the, I am the audience. Yeah. Um, I think I don't even fucking know. I think a jewel pod is like what people used to quit smoking tobacco, so it has a little bit of tobacco in it, and then you can get them. Apparently, you can get them like without it and just with flavors. But I heard that that still has it in. I'm ignorant. I don't know. Oh really. Go talking what you don't know now. But all I know is she had one, and I'm just like, what is she doing with a jewel yeah. pod? And it was like in the camera. It's and like, they zoomed in it didn't on it have and focused to be there on it. In the we're shot. Like, okay. You know, she's like on the phone or something. So it okay. didn't have to be in the shot. So weird flex, but okay. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. So all that information, anyways, is like Macy didn't really seem like she would be that good of a mom. And then like I remember ryan was like complaining that they make bentley do chores at macy's house and they let he said that they're like too strict and too hard on bentley but like bentley's a good kid and now so is jade so now i'm just like whoa like she's a good mom like i knew that but it's just like the proof is in the The behavior of your children (laughs) and the pudding (laughs) the proof is in the behavior of your children for sure yeah that is very true you know and like people it's no coincidence when people have one good kid they typically have multiple good kids yeah. like parenting is actually a skill <laughs> it's not something that everybody can just do like everybody yeah. can't fucking duck a basketball yeah. everybody can't parent uh-huh. and you know say that again i'm gonna go on a little rant here because mm-hmm. you've got you've got me reinvigorated okay okay of sorts like we're good to go shouldn't society have stricter limits on who can make a child or oh not? Oh, dear. Do you think that should be a thing? Well, no, because it already does, because there's a lot of involuntary sterilization. Okay, all right. Absolutely. And and, and I I, I don't want to (laughs) make that seem like it's not a big deal or not important. There's also, like, a whole field called eugenics, which is problematic. Listen, listen, I am with you 128% (laughs) on that, okay? I'm just saying, strictly on the basis of can this person raise a human being that will be a contributing member of society and if not and maybe not even a valuable member of society maybe they're not the smartest person well, maybe they're, just be like can a, they be a decent can they raise somebody that is a decent person i feel like everybody can have one kid if this is what you're saying okay everybody can have one kid and then that kid has to go through like behavior tests <laughs> <laughs> because to me i don't care if your kid's gonna make money i don't care if your kid's gonna be a contributing member to society i care about like is your kid a good person I are agree. they nice i agree or do they do weird unhealthy toxic shit? because you raise them to be that way right that is the direct result of your parenting if a kid doesn't feel comfortable talking to you we'll get to in kayla's segment if a kid doesn't get comfortable talking to you then they're gonna hide shit from people and they're gonna lie you know what i mean 
True. And so, just all these things, I feel like, yeah. But I just, I feel like that would just be so discriminatory. Like, not even just, like, racist, but also, like, it would stigmatize people with mental health issues, LGBTQ people. See, no, I, had, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case anymore. And I think that 20, 25 years ago, absolutely, like, you know, gay couples couldn't even adopt children. They couldn't really be, they couldn't be married, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. our, the society's view of people that are not the norm, I think, has changed in a way that we're more acceptable of people, of single parents, for instance, having children. Like, it's not a big yeah. deal anymore. So, I, I'm just talking strictly on your ability to I raise just, a I decent feel like human it's just being. So subjective. I, I, and I agree with that, but at the same time, it's not. Like, we know people that are more likely to do crazy shit like people are shooting up schools like it's not like this is random i know i know the media tries to make it seem like this is these are random things like there's no way to predict but there are there's a lot of data points that you can look to and (laughs) that will predict if somebody's gonna be crazy as fuck in in their adult lives so I have no idea where this is coming from, but like but I'm inspired yeah. by Macy. Just like standards of parenting. Exactly. Can better. you can you do that? You know, you have to pass the test to ha- drive a car. See, and like the thing is, I don't know if I can do that. That's why I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I have mental health issues. I'm kind of crazy. Same. So I'm like, I don't know if I would pass this test. I want to have children and have them be good people, but like we were just saying, we hope our children. But some people. People don't even have that aspiration for their children, yeah. though. And, like, that's the kind of an issue if you don't really give a shit. Yeah. If you are neglectful or you don't care if your child, how your child is progressing or developing. Like, that is fucked up. Yeah. And some people don't care. And so they shouldn't have children. Yeah. The bar should be higher is what I'm saying. I wish. But I guess that's it for OG. I don't know how we... And then we're going to have to go through two episodes of Young and Pregnant. There were two this week. Remember? There, I remember. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only remember the second one. I'm pretty sure. Yes, but that's fine. We can just yes. go off memory. Yeah, okay. We'll wing it. All right. So for young and pregnant, we're gonna start with Caleb because I have an unpopular opinion. Okay, let's get to controversy. That. I'm ready. Everybody hates this opinion, but you know what? Am I gonna hate it? You already know. But I think it's fucking right. And you have heard me on this show before talk shit on Jamie because I just don't like Jamie. (laughs) I do not like her. I do not respect her as a parent. And I think that this week was like a great example of why. So I believe that when Stefan showed up at Isaiah's first birthday party Mm -hmm. that Jamie did the wrong thing by running into Kayla while he was on the phone with his mom. Mm Mm-hmm. And calling Kayla and saying, like, oh, he's talking trash about us. He's trashing us on the phone right now. And have Kayla go out there to confront him. Because, number one, Stefan's an abuser. Stefan's a bad person. The end. I feel like he shouldn't have been invited. I feel like Kayla should have taken Ashley's route and said, like, you know what? Nobody's going to be happy with you being here because they're mad at you for putting your hands on me sorry it's just not going to work out that's the consequences of your actions well she, she has a that. better parent she didn't do that um so Stefan came and I think that Stefan was actually doing the right thing 
by calling his mother because she's the only person that we've already seen can talk him down in these circumstances she's the only person who knows how to tell him like hey get your shit together get your head on right and be a man and be a father to your son and that is where that conversation would have led if jamie did not get kayla to go confront him and this i feel like is very symbolic of jamie's character because she always 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 has kayla confront him if I had a child who whose baby daddy literally physically abused my child, I would not be telling my child, go talk to him. Go, like, he's talking bad about us. Go confront him. No, I would confront him. Mm-hmm. Why, the, why would I put my child in harm's way, for one, when you know he's riled up? Why would you say, hey, go talk to him. He's riled up. Why would you put your child in that situation? Two, I would confront him. Like, even with the credit card thing way earlier, you were... Did you see that? Um, it's not ringing a bell, no. Oh, so he he took uh, Jamie's credit card for some money for, you know, whatever he was spending that on. And, And even then, Jamie had Kayla be the one to, like, go between them. And even then, like, Stefan literally, like, yelled in Jamie's face. And all she does is sit there and take it. Right. Like, what role model, what role are you showing to your child if you let somebody treat you that way and treat your child that way and don't do anything? Right. And then she says, well, I just don't want him to be running all over you. Like, she projects a lot of those things onto Kayla, I think, too. And I think you're right, actually. And I didn't have this take a couple of weeks ago. I thought that she was reasonable, at least, especially with her not wanting Kayla to move out so she could afford it, you know, mm-hmm. completely by herself. And I do think that this week kind of was fucked up to be like, hey, this man has our baby. <laughs> Go, like, do something about it. Right. Like, I don't understand. And there's, like, a thousand people at this function. Right. So why did it have to be her to go right. out there? The person that he's already abused. I And, like, there's nobody else there. It's just her and cameras right. and her mom in the background. Um very weird. I agree yeah. with you 100%. I don't know I don't know what they were thinking. And she's that. the kind of woman who will sit there and not say a single thing to his face and then call the cops. Right. And like cops need to be called when there's physical abuse, sure. But like I just don't understand why she has no power to be able to stand up to him at well, all. She's probably afraid. Then like given the physical differences between the two. But I would still, if I had a child, you bet your ass I would be putting myself in front of my child. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't... She's just passive-aggressive. She's, she's wishy-washy. Like, she probably paid for that party and then didn't say Stefan can't come. You know what I mean? After being like, Kayla, don't hang out with Stefan. Don't let Stefan have the baby. She's the same one having a party. And then being like, yeah, he can come. He's the father. I don't understand why, and kind of in both of these stories, why the fathers feel the need to call. Like, after they have physically abused yeah. people, you know, it's not like they had an argument or something, or their relationship didn't work out, right. and then, you know, they're just doing other things. Like, you should probably still be in jail. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should be blessed that you are free in the first place. Yeah. Why is it so important that you go to this birthday party but it wasn't important that you not beat the shit out of your baby mama i also just don't understand why don't they have their own goddamn parties 
Well, like I mean, if that's, you want, if you want to have a party for your child, why don't you have one? Absolutely, yeah, talking a lot of money there. And it, I mean, logistically speaking, it doesn't have speaking. to be a lot of. You don't have to have a place. You don't even have to have people. Make a batch of cupcakes. We made brownies for five dollars the other day. Yes, we did. We did. We got all the stuff we needed to make brownies for five dollars at the store. You can do that. Pay one dollar for some candles. Light that shit up. I just happy want happy birthday. I just want people to stop pretending like it's so important that they attend these functions. But yeah. you don't have that same energy when it comes to domestic violence. Like yeah. I feel like it's easier to not put your hands on somebody than mm-hmm. it is to go to a birthday party. Yeah. And so like I don't feel bad for you because right. it's it, it's harder for you to do this right. after you've done what you've done. Right. And like in his case he shouldn't have been there in the first place. That's how and I feel. I understand too. that it's your it's your child's first birthday, but they We'll That's have many birthdays, and that is, you should still be in jail. Like, I don't understand why right. you feel entitled to be at this function. You should be in jail. <laughs> and I agree, like, I agree that he should not be there. But I also think that nobody there did anything to make it possible for him to be there without a conflict arising. Like, and I don't think necessarily that that's their responsibility but I just wish that people had the maturity to say like you know what I'm not going to be able to handle this I'm not going to be able to tolerate this without an argument happening and making the day bad right like he could have seen Isaiah earlier in the day right that morning later the day. like it yeah. why did it have to be right at this point where everybody's gonna be there and that's why it's like you as a person you have to be conscious of who you allow to have access to you because he just like he doesn't need to have access to Kayla or anything about the party or anything I agree I agree with that that's really it it's a fucky situation though you know it is and And like I mean I think that Jamie does her best and it's not like Jamie's the worst person here obviously but I just think that a lot of people think Jamie's a good parent and she's obviously not because her daughter doesn't fucking act right let's talk about something that you brought up during the show which is the scene when they're on the playground on the swings and Kayla is saying you know I really I forget what she says exactly but something to the extent of you know I wanted Isaiah to have a father or something or mm-hmm. and Lucas like you know we get oh, to know each right. other like you know I could step into that role and like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up like exactly. you you have no idea exactly what it really takes to not not just be a father but to be a stepfather and actively be in a child's life that may or may not look at you as their legitimate guardian right. or their parent and it's just like, like you were saying, it's very unfortunate that people get in these type of relationships. And it's not really if they get along or if there's right. chemistry or if they actually like each other. Right. It's like, what kind of provider can right. this person be to this child that isn't mm-hmm. theirs? And, and it just, it fast forwards the relationship to make it very serious, very fast. When it's like, you could just casually date this man. And she kind of did for a while, but it's like, you can date him without introducing him to your kid. Right. And not have to worry about making those decisions until you know you're ready. Because it would just be such a shame. Like, I think you and me are a good example because we have... Our relationship is very serious, but we also have had a lot of time to, like, have fun and date casually and not have to think about, like... We, like, we had a good amount of time where we have and still are enjoying our relationship where we're not, like... 
bound together by force you know what right. i mean like we're we're together but we don't like if we still wanted to be apart and go our separate ways it wouldn't be that difficult i mean it would be really fucking hard but like okay go off, <laughs> but we're then. not we're not entangled yeah. with each other's lives we don't share bank accounts or you know like payments on anything we don't have a kid together we don't have a pet together it's very easy for us to just kind of get out of that serious mindset and i feel like it's really sad that a lot of these teen mothers like who are younger than way younger than us like just rush into things with people and automatically make the people they're dating make that very serious choice and be in a very serious relationship yeah and I can understand it in some regards. If you are, you know, you have a child, it kind of speeds up your life. Yeah. Like, regardless, you know. Right. And like, you're not going to want to date somebody if they're not open. To possibly being, right. stepping into that role. So you kind of have to have that conversation. But that doesn't mean that Luke has to be pushing him in the swing and be like, I'm his dad now. Right. Or babysitting or anything. Right. But it's hard. Like, uh, do you think either one of those people are going to be able to set up those boundaries, you know, like right. have that conversation? Like at some point, it's going to be expected that he steps up, and kind of the same situation with Zach and Cheyenne, where it's right. like he was trying to do that. Yeah, he was trying to just have a relationship and just have fun, and right, like not really child, right, which is his right exactly. But then it backfires because that's not what she wants. She feels yeah. like well, she has to. He has to be a dad if he wants to be with right. Him. So and it's just like I mean, it's good that Luke wants to do that, and I think Luke did say like me and Isaiah have been getting to know each other so he understands that it's not like an automatic thing you can just do right so I think like insta dad (laughs) it's not like it's not so horrible but it's just um it's just kind of sad because I I feel like I would be really sad if I missed out on having that fun period of dating with you I feel like we're still in that period for the most part like just to not have a worry in the world and just date somebody for fun to enjoy their because you like the person right and not because they're the dad to your kid (laughs) you know what i mean i just wish that they had that opportunity well i wish yeah i won't say what i wish but (laughs) but um yeah i still think jamie's just a shitty mom like i still think she hasn't been supportive to kayla like she doesn't she like i mean i guess we'll get into it with ashley but Pastor T says, like, I don't understand your decision, but I respect it. Right. And I feel like Jamie never respects Kayla to make decisions for herself. And that's why Kayla doesn't talk to Jamie about things because she's not comfortable. And that's why they have a bad dynamic because Jamie is a bad parent. Not as bad as Jessica, though. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that's it for, um, what's her name? Kayla. Kayla. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot who we were talking about. Until next week. Um, so speaking of bad parents and Jessica, let's talk about Brianna. Oh, Brianna. Yeah, Brianna. How do you say that shit? Brianna? It depends. Well, there's two ends, so I feel like it's Brianna. <laughs> Brianna. Oh, Brianna. Sorry. I think it's Brianna. I think it's Brianna. With two ends. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess they are officially broken up, her and Robert. Robert. Um, she didn't give two fucks. Poor guy, you know. Like I, she probably realized that they should break up. Way longer. I, 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 I don't know why anybody would Wait, even ask her the dumb me. shit. Like, oh, are you guys gonna get back together? Like, no, right. their relationship was over. Right. Way before he got on that plane. And it always takes her sister gassing her up to do things, and it's just really like, 
I don't understand. I don't understand this whole, like, I've been... Like, she thinks she's so mature for thinking about it and deciding what the right thing is. And it's like, no. Everybody knows your life before you do. That's a bad (laughs) sign. When everybody around you knows what you're about to do, but you don't. It's not not looking good. Well, let's talk about why her sister came Mm -hmm. the week that her mom wasn't there. (laughs) That was suspect. Why was her mom gone? I don't know. Like, how is is Jessica leaving if they don't have no money? That's what I'm saying. And then she's like, well, you can't go to college because we're broke. But she's taking vacations. Where is she? What is she doing? Out of town. I have no idea what she does. Yeah. And her sister came. And that was why all that went down. Um, But, yeah, the whole... That also happened this week. Um, Brianna going to a community college to see what her options are. And then her mom telling her, like, we can't afford that. See, that pisses me off. And so much. I'll tell you exactly why that pisses me off. Okay? As somebody that started their college collegiate journey mm-hmm. in community college, it was monumental mm-hmm. in preparing me for not just university, but life outside of the home or outside even just high school. You know, mm-hmm. like how you are living your life in high school with the protection of a family and you're still a minor and that very that changes very much after mm-hmm. you graduate or go off to college and like community college for me was like it was equally as important as my time in the military i think yeah. and i'm so happy that i had that transition and it's relatively easy to make it in community college and to pay for it and to yeah. schedule the rest of your life around yeah. it i've never understood people that say you know you can't go to college because right. you can't afford it well motherfucker like try working at mcdonald's on minimum wage you can't afford to do that you have to do like you have to struggle a little bit now so you can be comfortable for the next 60 years why in the fuck would you not invest in yourself invest in your future and why would you discourage your child who was currently busting her ass at a hotel and she has a child at the the house to pay your rent now that now jessica is actually the worst person on this show and i know i've said it was bristol palin in the past but it's jessica well, these are different shows, so it's no, so they're all the same show to me. Oh, okay. okay, just so we're clear on that. <laughs> like this woman moved her family across the country in a fucking U-Haul truck with no plan, like no job, no didn't even mm-hmm. know where they would park the car. Nope. And then she's gonna sit there and tell her daughter who's trying. Like I have a lot of issues with Brianna. Mm-hmm. I think that. She has a lot going on that she needs to sort out. I would really like for her to wash her face. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you went there. Like, there's a lot that she needs to address. But I don't... I think that she is a very good person. And I think that she mm. wants more for herself. I think herself. Outside, of, outside of romantic relationships, I think she's a good person. Well, you know, she's young, though. And they're, yeah. they're maturing. And, like, and She's definitely doing her responsibility. I agree. She tries, sure. at least. She's not... She really, and the fact that she wanted to go to college and she went to go check it out like that's a big first step that's, that's step. hard you yeah. know that's especially if you if nobody in your family has ever done that exactly you're the first person you're right. just at the college like that's very hard to do with your child kudos for her and yeah. her mom is a piece of shit Woo. and really i hope that i hope that this i hope she does it i hope she fucking yeah. goes to college and she moves the fuck out and her mom is stuck by herself exactly because that's exactly what she deserves yeah it's gonna be really sad when she has to take care of her mom and I think it's like 
I'm sure her mom is gonna be like, oh, well, you know that MTV money, that's gonna go, like, half of it's gonna go in an account for Brayson, and half of it's gonna go to our rent, or, like, a down payment for a house, or something, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like Brianna's gonna see any of her team mom money. Damn. I feel like her mom, like, her mom doesn't have those boundaries. Her mom shouldn't be on the show. Absolutely. And... Um, talking about community college. It's yeah. funny that you're talking about that because I went to community college while I was in high school. Yeah, oh, look at you. <laughs> After high school, I took, like, um, my senior year of high school, I took a community college class, like, just one class both semesters of um, my senior year of high school. And the first semester, it was a chemistry class with a lab. And the second semester, I took a world history class. The chemistry class was really cool. We actually did labs, and everybody else in the class, it was um, Wayne County Community College, so it was not <laughs> not a very impressive group of students, but it was, like, a lot. Most of the women that, like, I met in that class were, like, in their mid-20s, and, like, the, they had, jo- like, jobs and kids and things, and they were just going to school, and so it was really, like, a really down-to-earth group of people, Yeah. and we had really cool labs, so it was really fun. And there was, like, this one lady that reminded me of Pumpkin from uh, Flavor of Love. Really? Yeah. And the the history class that I took was easier than high school. It was literally, we got fill-in-the-blank packets of notes, and we just had to, like, take notes during the lecture and turn them in. That's awesome. I'm yeah. great. I'm glad you had that experience. <laughs> so I was just reminiscing on yeah. that. I think everybody <laughs> should go to community college person i think like if you have any inclination that you want to do something more with Mm -hmm. your life and you think you have an idea of what that is you Mm -hmm. should go and enroll in classes in community college with a plan for graduating in two years and moving on like you don't have to actually do that Mm -hmm. but that should be your plan and and it's like it's hard to even see how important that is when you're just beginning like when i was 20 or however old i was i had no idea where i would be in five years you know but i know that where i am now is exponentially better than where i would (laughs) have been had i not done right school yeah and i think um i think that's the big thing for brianna is making sure that she knows what she wants to do um and i like as a person who works at a university and like engages with students a lot it's like I feel like a lot of kids who go to college don't know what they want to do after which is like okay that's fine but if you're in Brianna's circumstances and you already have a kid like you need to be strategic put two and two together yeah community college will get you there for sure it absolutely will just take every gen ed and it's, it's possible that um like she works at a hotel so maybe she wants to get into hr or like management or those types of things she if she wants to do that she could plan ahead to figure out what she needs to do to get those promotions and right. work on those things and i mean i'm sure i am sure she's eligible for a pell grant mm-hmm. she can take out all of the grants mm-hmm. take out some like you there's no way around you have to take yeah. you can either take out the loan or you could work at mm-hmm. a restaurant or a hotel right. for the rest of your life, right. you know? And, like, that's shitty that you have to be mm-hmm. making those decisions at 18 years old. Right. But it is what it, it is. is. what it is. Everybody else is doing it, too. Yeah. And, like, you're not going to get ahead mm-hmm. otherwise unless you have some business plan. Right? And that's why I don't understand why her mom... Well, her mom probably doesn't understand that, though. Yeah. Her mom probably thinks that it's okay to work 60 hours a, a week and yeah. barely make it because that's, that's what... That's what she knows. Yeah. That's really sad, but I still hate her. No, she's the worst person on this show. Absolutely. And, like, 
Honestly, had Brianna been like a couple of years younger, mm-hmm. she should have had CPS called on her for taking them across the country. Yeah, for real. And have like for real, like that is that awful. Is so mm, I almost said unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like that just makes me question her judgment. I'm just not with it. No. At all. Mm. So yeah. So yeah. Um, on this week's two episodes of Young and Pregnant, Sean finally went to get treatment. Ooh, finally got that ID. I, yeah, I guess he got an ID or something. I don't know what that whole thing was. Jade's paying for it. I remember we were both very surprised at how not expensive it was. There was, was like a hundred something. Down payment and, and then, then 17 per meeting. Which leads me to think that they have to have insurance. Yes, he's Be- probably... Um, Medicaid uh, or yeah. Obamacare. Obamacare, yeah. Yeah. Medicaid is for children, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, and I, I know that adds up and it gets expensive if you don't have money for it. Like, that's really bad. But. That's also not as bad as it could we be. We thought it. I thought it was thousands. thousands of dollars. I've never gone for a treatment of that type. And unfortunately, nobody in my family has either. <laughs> So I don't actually know. <laughs> I wish I knew, but Same, I don't know yeah. what the standard is. Yeah. Um. But he finally went. They were painting pumpkins, so I was a little bit confused as to like when this was recorded. They probably recorded shot. this shit in July, and they are just showing it now. Because... But how would you even find a pumpkin patch to get a pumpkin? Aren't don't pumpkins just grow? I don't yeah. know. I'm not. A how farmer. do pumpkins work? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could just find a pumpkin any time of the year. Um, Probably cheaper. I don't know about that. In like March. You know, whatever. Whatever. So yeah, that was just weird. I mean, it couldn't have been that cold though, because they were outside. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it was and probably like, like July that they I'm shot confused. the shot. So I don't know about the timing. Sean went to treatment. Oh, and her roommate at one point was like, "Yeah, I know, I owe you money too." <laughs> And I was like, damn, because I kept saying, like, I kept saying how awesome it was that, like, her roommate is reliable and dependable. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, I know you paid for a lot of the stuff for moving, and you know I got you back when it when I get it. That means, like, next year when she gets her tax returns. <laughs> that's what she means. Well, but by I... then, she's going to need that for something else, so <laughs> shit out of luck. It's and I'm hard. just like, god damn, does she have anybody in her life? Like... At this point, you look at it, and she's supporting so many people. She is. And she's a waitress. Including a, a baby. That her baby, her baby daddy, her mom, her, her mom's boyfriend, her roommate, like, probably her baby daddy's friends of some sort, that cousin that showed up that one day, like, she's got so much going on. Um, and she did have a conversation with her aunt in this episode about how... Um, about how her her grandma has cancer and so her aunt was like I can't help your mom anymore and Jade was like I also can't help my mom anymore and her aunt was like you know what she just needs to figure it out on her own yeah you need to put number one first see I think once you are above the age of like 32 yeah like it's completely acceptable for somebody to be like hey listen go <laughs> you to a shelter. you need to get your shit together i just i can't like her mom is a grown-ass woman you know like all these people except the baby are grown-ass people right and so like 
she needs to put her foot down exactly. and say, listen, I can't support anybody. It's crazy. It's like really like, wow. Wow. Like that is so much pressure. That's so many people depending on her. And it's almost like, like on one hand, I'm like, well, if she's going to be, if she's going to cut off her mom like that, like she should also cut off Sean, honestly. I agree with that. But at the same time. I mean, Sean is going to treatment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't know. I, and it's kind of the same situation with um, Kayla and Stefan, and where it's like these men mm-hmm. are really not doing much yeah. by themselves, right. and so, but they still, the women in their lives still feel like they are obligated to give them opportunities to be yeah. fathers, and it's like to some degree I, that's understandable like yeah. you want your child's father to be in their life but at what expense right and if they can't really be positive right role models or just positive energy forces around your child yeah. then like it's doing more harm than good at yeah. some point and it's just hard because i think jade does try to put down those boundaries much more than kayla does and i think like jade is forced more often to like let Sean back in because she needs his help like even just with you think she needs his help with babysitting and now that he's going to classes like she had to put um Chloe in daycare which is another expense yeah daycare is expensive but now but she was like oh now Chloe's in daycare so we can both work and do stuff (laughs) so maybe he'll get a job Uh, I'm into it maybe and it's really weird because he had a job before um he had a job the first season and he like quit it or got fired probably for drug use and um didn't tell her for a long time that he wasn't going to work and he went to hang out with his friends and she found out by going through his phone so that's a whole nother level of like what the fuck but um so like he had a job before and it seemed like a decent job Mm -hmm. like it seemed like a job like uh like a trade type of job it didn't seem like fast food or anything it seemed like something more robust and better paying. <laughs> so, fast food is pretty robust if you've ever worked in fast food. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I used to work at Subway. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, McDonald's. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day. 2013? <sighs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so old. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... I just, I don't really know. I don't really have any hope for Sean. It's, like, weird because I think, like, it's just really weird because it's, like, I want, like, I am always looking for, like, recovery stories. I think they're good. I think it's good that MTV shows him going to get treatment. Yeah. Those are good things, but I'm just, like, mm, not optimistic. Me neither. I don't think it's gonna work out i don't think that he has the mentality it seems like he's doing it because he needs a place to stay and not because he just wants to be clean you know it's just really sad like i oh that is so stressful for her i feel bad i really do want her to just say listen everybody needs to go i'm not supporting anybody i know i feel like she would be fine if she just worked and took care of her child like right. she if she can support all of these people then mm-hmm. she can support herself and her child if she wasn't just, she would be him. comfortable right if it was just her and chloe yeah and, and so, maybe her roommate yeah and i think that that's like 
what she should do and it's like it's really interesting because like even my mom used to tell me that like after um she left my dad like she had so much more money yeah because he wasn't taking my mom it. too <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> like she like because my mom's a waitress my mom's been a waitress my whole life and like it's the same situation like she doesn't have a lot of money but it's like enough for her kid it's her enough kid. to live the life that you want to live that you're comfortable and like my mom was in a similar situation my my mom and my dad worked yeah. you know and like it was just my dad would fuck money yeah. up or do it, drink it up or gamble it and so when she did leave right. she had money all of a sudden so like yeah. it's not always the case that having right. somebody else there is it's beneficial yeah because yeah. it's like oh he might watch the baby sometimes but and like you want your child to have a father but at what cost like if he's eating up $200 worth of food every month but and like using your kid can't go to soccer, basketball. But like, just because he's there to watch them, right? You would be better off having them in daycare where they can learn stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <And have professionals. laughs> shit, like <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah, so we don't have a lot of hope for that. <laughs> so Ashley's episodes this week kind of blended together for me. I think it was just Holly's first birthday, right? Oh um, yeah, I think that was. I think that was the it. Juice of it. Um, and I think she made the right decision by not inviting Barr. Agreed. I can still tell that she's, like, very much hurting. Yes. You can tell she's very upset. Um, but I think she's, like, being very mature. And, I, like, it does show she's a couple years older than the rest of the girls on the show. And I think that really shows. Yeah, I agree with in that. In her decision making. She so. has a very good mother as well. Yeah, and Pastor T. Like, I think we all know that, like... Shen is Bar's mom. Shen's like full of drama. I guess you haven't really seen it this season. <laughs> um, Shen stirs things up. Shen instigates, and Shen is crazy. I think Pastor T also has those tendencies, but she's also got a good side to her as well. And I just I think that she has really good conversations with Ashley, and I wish the other parents on the show could like take notes. That's how you should speak to your adult child, like to ask her what she's thinking give her your advice and then like say that you support her and you understand that it's hard like right. i don't understand why parents don't do that i think they get too invested sometimes and they are looking at the situation for how they would react if they yeah. were in that situation and not so much how their child but it's like but rationally they, how their child would respond to things and given, i think it's weird though because a lot of them have been in that situation like pastor t's like i've seen this happen a lot of times right and it's like so if you i don't know if pastor t necessarily has been in that situation or not but it's like um <laughs> it looks like a ufo i know it's like a pizza <laughs> it's probably military i wish it was a pizza <laughs> um like, I don't know if Pastor T's been in that situation herself. Wow. Um, but, like, I feel like if you... I just... I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe I'm just really, like, empathetic. Because, like, when I see people going through things, I don't think about, like, what should they do? I think, like, how do they feel? How does this feel for them to make that decision? Same. And if I... And especially if it was my own kid whose feelings I'm invested in, I can't imagine just being like, well... Like, it doesn't help anybody to demonize Barr. Well, I don't know. I I don't, I like... I think it's, like, important to be honest and 
forthcoming and upright about the things that he does and why they're bad. Like, I don't think he should be, I think he should be held accountable, absolutely. But that's being honest. That's not, like, saying he's an evil person. Because the fact of it is, she cares about him. Her daughter cares about him. Like, I think just people are not perfect. I think, like, obviously he's fucked up and there's consequences for that. And that's why he wasn't at the party. And that's the right thing to do, you know? But I think, like, it's it's hard for people to see reality for how messy it is that she really cares about him. Right. And I think Pastor T does a really good job at, like, letting Ashley express that and be aware of that, even if she doesn't agree with it. Yeah. And I wish the other parents would do that, too. Well, I think, you know, you can care for somebody very deeply. You can be in love with people. But it goes back to what we were just talking about. If they aren't good for you. Mm -hmm. If, like, if your life is revolving around drama because the person brings drama with them whether it be domestic violence or something else like if that's all you're dealing with you can love the person to death but it's still not healthy for you mm-hmm. you know and like you you have to be able to separate that absolutely and that love really is it is a choice in some regards because you can turn away from that you can say mm-hmm. i don't want this in my life anymore like i you know how i feel about you but those feelings will fade the more time and space mm-hmm. that you give. And I think that that's where her mom is yeah. really encouraging. Right. Because it's it's very easy to fall back into it and because right. it's comfortable, it's familiar, and it's enjoyable, you know? Mm-hmm. When you're in love, you love somebody, you care about them. But I think that it's, it's not wrong to separate that and for her to say, yeah. don't bring him over my right. house. You probably shouldn't be hanging out or seeing right. them, like... And I think, like, as if I were somebody's parent who was going through this, like, that's exactly what I would do is just encourage them to be able to figure out what's healthy for them. Right. As opposed to telling them what they need to do. Be like, well, you're going to figure it out on your own, but here are the facts. Here's what you know. And you can, like, having faith in somebody to figure things out for themselves is really important. I agree. Like, for me, as a person, if somebody doesn't, like, I don't like when people think that they have to do things for me because I can't do it. I want people to tell me, I believe that you can do it so that I do it. Like, that's all, if I'm anxious about doing something, like, sometimes I get anxious about driving. And I'd rather, like, my tendency is to be like, I don't want to drive while you drive for me because I don't like driving sometimes. But what helps me more is when instead of somebody driving me somewhere for that person to be like, no, you got this. You can do this. I'll help you. You know what I mean? Right. To varying degrees of success. Sometimes I can like grin and bear it and do get through it. Sometimes it's too much. But I just like having faith in people is really important to me. That's like that's the biggest sign of respect to me is when you have faith in somebody to do the right thing. I agree. And, you know, I think that her mom is doing... She's probably the best parent on this show. You know, and she's doing her due diligence. And mm-hmm. I hope that that works out. I, I think that <laughs> Ashley has a lot of potential. Like, I, yeah. do you know she's in school or she was in school? Or, she has a full-time job yeah. right now. She's doing good, you know? And, like, I think that she'll be okay without Bar. She'll be okay without... <laughs> the cat is in the window. What the fuck, y'all? She's like looking back and forth at us. Yeah, she'll be okay without Bar, I think. So, yeah. 
Um, but speak. I don't think Pastor T is the best mom on the show. You know who I think is the best mom on the show? Who? <laughs> Lexi. <laughs> okay. Well. So the best parent on the show is Lexi. I agree with you, a hundred percent. I don't really remember what happened this weekend. I get, they went to weekend, Denver. We. Yeah. It was were. Tuesday. <laughs> it's three days. Weekend. Ago. What am I? Uh, All fucked up out here. Yeah, they went to Denver. Um, to see her friend in school. Yeah, see how they were living. Her friend was like, I took out loans. <laughs> and she was like, oh. Mm, that sucks. Yeah. Loans suck, you know. But it's a reality. I think Lexi has a different situation. Like, I don't really think that she yeah. has to be in school or anything. Like, she has supportive parents, at she least. She has a job. She has a baby dad that's there. Like, he's... And he had a job before, and he'll get a job again. Yeah. He's going to school. Yeah. So I think that she is in a really good situation. I, I, I think that sometimes people can kind of be peer pressured into doing certain things, mm-hmm. like moving out, for instance, or right. moving to the city or going to right. college. And like if your situation doesn't really call for that, like if you don't right. need to do that, then you don't have right. to. You know, it's OK if you stay at home. It's OK if you yeah. live with your parents while you get your shit together and figure out what you want to do, you know, moving forward. And it feels like she's well-connected in her community. So it's not like Brianna. Like, Brianna needs to get a degree to do something. I feel. Like because she has no safety way, She has no mobility, and she right. comes from a very lower-class background. And I think, like, Lexi has a safety net. She's also very well-connected. Like, it seems to me, like, her job that she got, I think she works at, like, a physical therapy place is what it looks like. And, um... Like, she probably got that because her parents know somebody or somebody knows somebody right. in the town. It's, like, a small town. So now she has that experience. She could move to Arizona with Kyler and find another place to work at doing that secretary type of work. And she would be able to kind of have those jobs and not necessarily need... Like, it seems like she's got herself in a good position where she doesn't necessarily need a degree. But she also has her goals. Of, she wants to be... Um, a mortician as well as what she's interested in doing too so she has that to work towards and look forward to if that's what she's interested in right and that's fine you know like you can do that and you can be happy and you should not feel pressured into doing things just because other people are doing them just mm-hmm. because it seems like the cool thing to do and and like a lot of people go to college because right. they are forced to do that or their right. parents want them to do that and that's not really what they're trying to exactly. do exactly you know and like it leads to depression, a lot of wasted time, energy, and money. <laughs> and, like, you can always go to school. Right. It's always going to be there. Right. But if you if you don't feel like you want to do that yet, then don't. You know, if, if she doesn't yeah. want to move out, like, she doesn't exactly. have to. You know? And I think, like, I think she's in a good spot while she's waiting for Kyler to finish his stuff up. And it seems like she's, like, got enough to keep her head. Like, she just seems like she has a good system going. If it's not broken, why fix it? Yeah. And honestly, like, if I were her, I would wait until uh, Tobias starts going to school. Then she can go to school while he's at school. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to free up a lot of time. And that's actually a really good way to do that, I think. And, like, Kyler can have a job. Lexi can go to school. And Tobias can go to school. And so... It's just going to be like a waiting game, but... That's that's yeah. what life is anyway. The time yeah. is going to pass regardless. Yeah. So she went to see her friend in college, and it was cool that she got to see what that's like. And um, her mom... No, they didn't go camping this week. That was last week. Yeah. 
Um, and then Kyler came to pick up Tobias from her mom because um, Kyler started going to school again, so they needed her mom to watch the baby. Right. And it was cool that her mom, like, didn't really give her a hard time about watching him because you could tell Lexi was like, I'm not dumping my baby on you. <laughs> like, it's really, I think it's really admirable that, like, they live in the same house, but it's very clear that Lexi's the one taking care of the baby all the time. Yeah. Like, it's very clear that her mom babysits on occasion, but not any more than a regular grandparent would. And I think that that's really good that they have those boundaries and she knows that that's, like, her responsibility. Um, so I think she does really good with that. Um, and it was cool that her mom was like, yeah, I can help you out. Like, no problem. And that was really, like... I feel like you don't see that often, <laughs> especially without like a in catch. This show. Yeah. yeah, without like I'll help you out, but you gotta do this. You, you have to I give mean? me a hotel room. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> what a caveat. Right. So I th- I thought that was refreshing. Why the fuck would you pay somebody? Oh. And like give them a hotel room. You could just go to daycare with them. That's what she started doing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I like. The, this is very encouraging to me. Like I, yeah. I hope that they figure it out, and I think yeah. that they will. You know, I think that yeah. they will. I think that Lexi is very mature for her yeah. age, especially. And I think that Kyler has a lot of issues, but like I feel like I, I agree. With that. Um, they do like I think for a lot of the season, it's been like oh, like they don't really have chemistry, or like he's not good to her. But then like you see those random like that one scene in one of the closing segments a long time ago where he was like spinning her around and she was sitting on his shoulders like I can see why they get along they're both like I actually have no idea why they get along so. their person like I think when they're not on camera like their personalities are very goofy but also very like both of them have a very dark sense of humor like why do you think she wants to be a mortician you know what I mean like she has a dark sense of humor. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I think he's very sarcastic and has very. Is dark she gonna humor. be at work laughing or making jokes? No, but it's like she's. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like they're both kind of pessimistic, but in a funny way. <laughs> okay. And I can honestly see why they get along. I think that Kyler needs to, you know, treat her differently, but. Um, maybe that will come with maturity and I think like if he can work his shit out and finish school and get a good job for them I think then they could work really well as a unit together I, I agree yeah. shocking I, I, I know. would not have expected that yeah I still like think he's I have my potato. doubts still but yeah it was weird when he when they were with her friends in Denver like those are not his friends but he was like laughing yeah. and acting like a person yeah it's really weird it was so weird maybe we're watching the maturation of Kyler maybe and I think well I think like he just doesn't like being on camera and like we were talking about how when they take Tobias for a walk in a park or whatever it's like Kyler probably wants to be at home watching tv and playing games and he's probably annoyed because they don't ever do that shit in real life yeah and Lexi's like let's do this let's do this let's do this and he doesn't want to um so I think he needs to go to therapy for a lot of shit and that would help things, but either way, it seems like there's a chance for Kyler. And it was cool that, like, he and Lexi's mom were able to, like, peacefully... Resolve their issues. Yeah, I th- I still think Kyler should have been a bigger person, but maybe at the reunion we'll get some of that. Oh. That would be cool. Um, I'm, like, already looking forward to the reunion. <laughs> but I think um, 
it was good that they got along. I don't think there was really any beef in the first place. It was just like they don't like the way he talks to Lexi, and which is fine, you know, is real. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they can also like I don't understand why they can't also the same thing with Jamie. I don't understand why they can't just confront him and say that. Like, why are th- why are people scared of these teenagers? I don't know. <laughs> it's really weird. These broke ass teenagers, especially Kyler. Like I would have no problem walking up to Kyler and be like, you know, you're a potato head piece <laughs> of shit sometimes, right? <laughs> like, like I don't understand. Everybody's like, why are they talking so behind these people's backs all like, the time? Like grown ass adults are it's talking shit weird. on teenage boys. And like, then oh, when I don't they're like in the front of them, he... don't want to say anything. Oh, I don't like the way he said that to you. Like, okay, tell him. Don't tell me. <laughs> the fuck? And Lexi's always like, I know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, it was weird, too. Um, Lexi's mom, like... Didn't Lexi's mom say, like, you're a bitch? Oh, yeah. She was like, I'm joking. not mean like you. And then she was like, oh, you're a bitch. Like, goddamn. What the fuck? That was really... And it was like, ha 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 ha, jokes. And that's the thing. It's like, that's exactly how Kyler talks to Lexi. <laughs> Her mom talks to her like that, so why the fuck is she mad? <laughs> Somebody explain this to me, please. <laughs> well, there's competition now. That is very true, though. Like, yeah, that's, that's why... That's a crazy thing to say to your daughter. Like, I would never be like, haha, you're a bitch. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't care if I'm joking, I'm dead ass. I'm serious. I don't care. There's no excuse. I don't care if my kid just insulted me. Well, damn. I don't care if my kid just insulted me. It's like... That's crossing a line, I think. Like, like why I do you think she lets Kyler talk to her like that? Right. God damn. Maybe that's guilt then. That's guilt because she... Knows that she... She fucked up her daughter because her daughter doesn't have a <laughs> backbone because she never stood up to her. Oh, mom. it seems like she stands up to her, though. Because she's like, what... Like, she... Her mom's like, you're a bitch, and she's like, okay. Well, that's not really standing up. up. That's like... But she's not, like, hurt by it, you know what I mean? She has thick skin. For a reason. Well, that's great, but if her mom is upset that Kyler talks to her right. in disrespectful, like having thick skin doesn't stop that, right. you know. And like, maybe her mom feels guilty because she didn't install that. She she's not able to say, "Hey, don't talk to me like that," you know. That's a good psychoanalysis, babe. From me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing. That's good. what I'm here for, you know. So I guess that's it for this week. That is. I feel like we talked a lot. There's a lot to get through. How long the show is. Yeah. I feel like I've been here since 2008. I don't know about that. Um, Yeah, we went through a lot. Um, And it seems like there's one episode of OG left in the reunion. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'm not sure uh, what Young and Pregnant is doing. Like it, it's so random. They give like they randomly give us two episodes at a time. Just like here, take them. It's like, very weird. What the fuck is going on? What do you even do with this? Um. So we're gonna keep watching. I mean, <laughs> of <we're>, course. <laughs> and keep podcasting. <laughs> we're gonna have episodes for the reunion shows. Like we'll do all that. We got y'all. Don't worry. And by that time, I think Teen Mom Two will probably be back. So it oh. doesn't seem like we're gonna be out of material. Teen Mom Two is coming. Yeah, but I mean, if there's any down weeks, which I highly doubt. Um, but if there's any down weeks, we can maybe do special episodes about other shows we watch. Um, we've been watching 90 Day Fiance. Best show on television. Whew, I'm Like, we're on season three. We're kind of in a rut because it's really boring It's and uh, the worst season. Yeah. So hopefully we can just power through that and get to season four. Which honestly. you said is the best. 
We could do Did that tonight. Did I say it was the best? You said somebody on Reddit said that. Oh, um, they probably said it was the best. So, yeah. Um, hopefully next week we're not sick. Hmm. And that's all. Thanks for listening. Be blessed. Stay safe, you guys. Yep. See you next week. <laughs>